You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. Enjoy the show. Podcast. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your hosts. Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review, Rogan Universe. Uh, Joined as always by Garrett. How you doing, bud? What's up, guys? How we doing? All right. Good week of pods. Yeah. Uh, we're going to open up with Dr. Carl Hart. That guy was a trip, <laughs> for sure. Run over Yanis Pappas, and then finish up with Ira Glasser. The last one of the week was, if I remember, who was that scientist? Um, Avi Loeb? I, I didn't see uh, With the UFO? Oh, was that prior to this one you're saying? No, that was the last one of last week. Right, right, right. We'll we, we probably skip over that one. Yeah, I didn't um, I didn't get to that one. I got to the three you just discussed, but yeah, I didn't get to that UFO yeah, one. Yeah, we'll, we'll skip over that one. That was interesting, though. Okay. Yeah, I was just hoping that, once again, uh, there was more confirmed information that aliens exist. <laughs> but just a bunch of speculation, as per usual. Right. Uh, okay, 1593, Dr. Carl Hart. Um, wow. Let's just say that. Yeah, right. I, I mean, obviously, very smart, um, very qualified, knows his shit, but I never, ever thought that I would hear someone be like, oh, yeah, heroin. I do heroin. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I do heroin. Afghan I heroin. do heroin instead of drinking. <laughs> Joe said he's like, I'd try it with you. That... <laughs> that just speaks to to I mean that just says a lot, right? Or there. I mean talk like, about Joe status doesn't work. give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he's like I trust this guy. Right. And I don't have any preconceived notions like obviously he's never thought that heroin was a good idea, but he's hearing it from this professional. Right. And he's like if I know what's in it I might and try. I trust him. Yeah. And, Similar thought but, process. But also think about Think about when people say Rogan sold out, you know? He's got too big, so now he cares too much about how he's perceived and all the rest of it, yet he's, like, willing to be like, yeah, I'll do coke and heroin. Yeah, I, well, I guess that's just the rhetoric that you're hearing, because it's like, he always is humble. He always just talks about how he's just, like, kind of as surprised as everybody else is that the show has gotten as big as it has. It's never, I never feel like, he acknowledges the platform that he has frequently, but... As far as selling out goes, I, I, I don't approve that narrative. Yeah, no way. I don't <coughs> either. And, they, and this is a prime example. Right. I mean, you know, people, this cancel culture stuff. It's and like, so dumb. People are so worried about how they're perceived, yet he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Right. That's what I want to do. I'm right. interested. I'm trying it. I like that thought process. And as far as just a comment on what Doctor was talking about, Carl, um, I kind of agree with him all the way up until I just saw this thing I was telling you earlier about that documentary on Netflix about crack cocaine. And I had an idea of how it affected 
culture and the time in the 80s and 90s, but or even I guess it was part of the 70s too. It started out with cocaine and then turned into crack. And all the other, I guess it's all it comes down to personality and who you are as far as whether or not you can manage addiction or trying stuff. But the way they made crack seem was like, if you try crack one time, you are consistently looking for that high for the rest of your life, like no matter what. Wow. That one seemed like it, it would just show it. Well, they kind of just broke it down, too, on how, like, like it fucked the whole thing up because basically <clears throat> the black community was able to, like, thrive during the process, but it just developed a lot of police corruption. And, like, once guns became involved, it was like every everybody just bought a new gun and everybody was killing everybody over crack. That was just the name of the game. Like, they were just showing these stories from that time, and it was like cleaning up bodies was basically what was going on during that era. It was crazy. Jesus. I wonder if that's the worst drug. Like, you hear about meth, too. But, Uh, like, the way Dr. Carl Hart put it down, and he was wearing a t-shirt that had basically meth on it. Right. Like, the (laughs) image of it. Right? Right. (laughs) I love that. But, I mean, I did Adderall. I was about to say, what the fuck is Adderall? Right. I've done Adderall. it's basically meth. Right. You know? Right. When I when I quit taking it, when I couldn't get it anymore, my psychiatrist just stopped giving it to me one day. It was like, oh, okay. Right. Dude, the withdrawals were horrific. Really? Like, it's no joke. Yeah, yeah. It was. I was on a lot of Adderall. <laughs> it's crazy. Some people be on it, that stuff all day, every day, popping that shit like crazy. Like, from when they dude, wake Dude, their up. whole lives. That's yeah. A, that's a scary whole process. Lives. I've taken it a handful it of times. It kind of makes you a different person. Oh, it does. Sure. It fucking alleviates a lot of your personality, I think, a lot of the time, because you're just like, I don't know, it helped me write a couple of papers, it, especially for a guy like me. I, I'm kind of all over the place when I'm thinking about stuff, so it definitely allowed me to focus in, but uh, it's not something I'd ever want to become reliant on, that's for sure. Yeah, but I mean, the way Dr. Carhart was putting it down, it's like, if in moderation it can be quite useful right and and can be used for and obviously you make mdma out of it too it's right. very close right. and that has therapeutic effects without a doubt um uh they're using it now for i think like ptsd therapies yep. and things for trauma makes sense. so i mean beneficial yeah but then you take something like crack it's as destructive as it is, and it's like, is there any use for this one? Right. Like, I, is that one the worst one? I don't. And, and in hindsight, I don't really remember. Did he comment much on crack? I don't really remember that. That was like much of a. No, he he really didn't. He did talk about cocaine though. Yeah. He's a, he's a fan. Right. Likes I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, I think who doesn't? Right. There's benefits to that too. It's. I mean, I do, but at the same time, I feel like, like we've had this joke, an ongoing joke. No one has ever woken up in the morning and be like, "Man, I'm really glad I did cocaine last night." <laughs> that's, that's like, so true. That's never happened one time ever in life. I don't. I don't think so. I'd be surprised. I will say the the hangover from like mushrooms is. I actually kind of enjoy it. I don't know. That's not like I've had it. It's not necessarily a hangover, but like just that kind of like lucid feeling the next morning. I, I've only done oh, it a yeah. couple of times, but it still feels like you still kind of get a tinge, but you're like in complete control still, but you're just kind of on that high. It's not Yeah, a, you're like loving all yeah, day. Yeah, you're still in a good spot. Like, Shit's beautiful. Yeah, I just don't... The constant comparison to alcohol is the best argument you can make for any drug, because like Joe said, you can walk into any fucking liquor store and buy enough dr- enough alcohol to kill you in one day, any day you want any time of the fucking year mm-hmm. but otherwise that's like 
you can just see the bureaucracy in all of it. It's all it all comes down to money and who's controlling what. That's all it is. And that, if anything, that's what's taught us this COVID time, and it kind of just feeds into that. But it's just interesting that it always comes down to money at the end of the day, right? Right. It it's almost like too with alcohol, it seems manageable, right? So if you're looking at like a government controlling drugs, you know, or like having them available. It's like the alcohol one seems the most manageable for them. You know, you drink, you feel like shit, you go to work. It's like nobody could ever be like, oh, yeah, I started microdosing alcohol and my life is <laughs> really improving and, right. and I'm separating from society and I'm, I'm starting my own business. And you think about how much it seems like a lot of these other drugs can do that. They that. can lead you to these places. Right. Right, right. Alcohol never will do that. Never, never was. And think about how much finance is produced from DUIs, tickets, alcohol sales, jailing people for fucking DUIs, like all kinds of, there's all kinds of revenue being provided by alcohol, whichever way you look at it. Positive. God, I hope no, they no don't. Positive. I hope they're not so nefarious that they take that into account. <clears throat> right. They're like, dude, we'd love to ban alcohol, but we can't afford uh, to not have all these DUI cases. Dude, I wouldn't. Like, oh, God. It'd be naive to think that that's not something that they know about. They know that that's going on. I mean, I don't know who they is in particular, but we can't be the only people exposing that thought process. You know what I mean? You, you're getting conspiracy again. <laughs> you're using they. <laughs> it's the aliens, man. Dude, I I did not know that PCP was ketamine. No, I don't know if I knew that. For I didn't know. I'd not. <clears throat> I knew that. I knew that you could extract. I'd always heard from my chemistry classes you could extract it from fire extinguishers. Interesting. I um, never heard that. I, I never tried, but I just heard that it was a component in there. But I mean, f- the fact that it is basically ketamine, I just assumed I would have heard that or read it somewhere. Right. But. Uh, you know, that was always the one I was like, oh, I'll never do PCP. That sounds crazy. Right. But I've tried ketamine. I've, I've tried I've ketamine it. a bunch of times, so I guess I've done PCP. I've done it a handful of times, too. I'm usually under the influence <laughs> of other substances during the process, so to distinguish between one or the other hasn't been successful for me totally. That's I all, do remember yeah, me, that's but either way. That's always the mess, isn't it? If, like... You're already drinking, and then you try something. Right, right. Like you don't, you don't really try it then. Exactly. I was that thing that this guy was like. I, whenever I was doing cocaine on this little documentary, he's like, I'd be up for four days. I just drink water, and and I'm like, well, that's not how we party. We're usually drinking and doing whatever else in the process. I will say that I think my cocaine days are might might be behind me at this age and just where I'm at. Like I like I said, I never wake up like, man, I'm really happy I did that. And usually I make some silly decisions and. I don't know. It's a small move, bro. There's, I'm in the same boat. There's a lot of... I mean, I definitely enjoy it. Like, I get it. It keeps the party moving. But at the same time, it's like... Uh, it's just people act... Like you said, too. You start, like, yelling. Like, you just start being a different person, I think, at some point. You know? Mm. Just chase, chasing it. <laughs> well, it's... That's... That's the thing. Yeah, you're, like, chasing it in the room. Right. Hey, who's got more? <laughs> right. Where is it? Get it. Where is it? Let's do all of it. It's not like you ever get some and then, like, set a little away. Well, maybe... Maybe other people do. I don't. If you get it, it's gone that night because I don't want to have to fucking think about it again. I really like the idea that Joe and Carl were talking about doing a special series of the podcast. Oh, that was a great idea. Where, yeah. yeah, right? Where they will be fucked up on a drug but not say what it was. Right. 
and then I guess like the next week. And what did Joe call it? Guess what we're on? Right. <laughs> Dude, if you think about it, though, I mean, and I don't know every drug, but I'm thinking about acid, shrooms, I mean, ketamine. All these drugs are like fail in comparison to alcohol. If you get blackout wasted, you have no idea what you're doing a lot of the time. I mean, case in point, like it just happens frequently. As being a bartender, you witness it all the time. You know what I mean? It's like if you're not drinking, I think that managing those other drugs is much, much much easier, I don't want to say easier, just much more manageable, but alcohol is one of those things that <clears throat> seems to fucking ruin people's lives a lot of times, it's ruined a lot of relationships, it's ruined a lot of things, when you think about MDMA or one of these other drugs, if you do it with, like he, like he was saying about doing ecstasy with his wife, like he was like, he's like, you gotta do it, because it builds relationships, you know what I mean, there's a reason they're using it for PTSD and these other things, like there's a lot of benefits to it, I mean... Granted, it burns holes in your brain, from what I've heard, but... <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about I that either, to be honest. I don't think it does. I don't think it they, does. They, that's the big takeaway from this, though. That's the huge, surprising point that he was making, is like, look, they're not... Like, he doesn't even drink. He doesn't like right. it. Right? He's like, it's just not good for you at all. There's right. no benefit. Right. Yet, he's talking about heroin, and he's a professional. Right. Like, he couldn't know more about this stuff. And it really makes you think, like, wow, what sort of prejudices do I have in place? Now, I'm not saying, hey, I'm going to try or do heroin. But it makes you think, okay, like, we often, all of us will get on a cycle at some point where we're drinking too much. Right. Right? Without a doubt. It just happens. It's so readily available, and it's just, we all know it's bad. It's like... You know, a lot of people don't smoke because they're like, well, everyone knows it's bad, but hold on, you drink a lot right, too. Right, right, that's the thing. That's it's right? like fucking throwing. And probably for your out. mental health, drinking is worse than smoking. Because smoking just has like a stimulant effect right. anyway. Right. And it, very bad for your health, obviously. Yeah, I think but I've heard that. It's, you know, you're not getting hungover, you're not getting like. In trouble. Uh, there's. Yeah, I mean, you can drive and smoke. Right. I mean, it's that's way safer than drinking, obviously. I think you made a, raised a good point. I think you just kind of hit on it, too. It's just like, it's so interesting watching people have one avenue of life thinking that's right and then being able to condemn everybody else. But if you're 200 pounds overweight and you're like, man, you're smoking and drinking a lot, I'd be like, how's your heart doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can throw... Not good. Yeah, you can throw rocks at glass house all you want, but at the end of the day, you need to evaluate what's working for you and what, what's functional for you. But, like we've already commented, I don't think alcohol is super functional for anybody, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's fun at times, though. But look, moderation. <laughs> right, right. right. And if you can... It's just hard to do moderation with... Yeah alcohol absolutely you know you're at a bar and you do three beers and everyone's still hanging out what are you gonna do and you want it and you're getting tired right i mean you're gonna have another one yeah you're definitely gonna have another one especially with our squad but yeah <laughs> that's uh, very true <clears throat> very true i i do like that joe often puts in that like he prefers things that make him scared like that's why he said he's never done cocaine he doesn't need to be more confident right he almost likes the ones that freak him out. Paranoid. That's awkward. yeah. You, I mean, you know, he's telling the truth. Right. He's not trying to make some bravado no. statement. Not at all. And that, that's a very interesting thought process. Right. 
that I, I like he must see his benefit from it. Absolutely. And, well, it's perspective, right? You know, and parallels with other things that scare him that right. allow him to grow as a person. Absolutely. You know, I wonder how important that is. I wonder how often we should see it that way. I mean, I, mean, I don't ever do like when when people get together and maybe there's some mushrooms involved, even if it's with good people and you're you're doing it for like some sort of growth you know you're not just doing it to be wasted right um you know i never think to myself god i hope i get scared now no like i I just hope it'll be fun and then i'll get something out of it right maybe there is a factor of the fear that is important right i think that the bond that you can i don't know i'm not as brave as joe so i i don't know how (laughs) i feel about that i think the bonds and the relationships and the friendships that you can develop doing kind of some extracurricular substances can develop into some great bonds with some people that you wouldn't normally have to be honest with you because it breaks down a lot of like social barriers or or even like communication barriers where you might be hesitant to say something and then whenever you have it you can be a lot more like just yourself and loving and honest I think there's a lot of benefit to that Um, as far as as being I mean even alcohol can do that kind of for sure I think that's one of the best benefits because it's I remember, like, I, I was reading one of the books that Joe had. It was about addiction and how people were addicted, to, like internet, and Instagram, and how they get this dopamine and whatnot. And it was, <clears throat> it's just interesting how that's. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's it was. It, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. Well, there's a lot of things, right, that you can get addicted to that do nothing for you, right. and that's that's a really important factor and kind of a theme a lot of times. It's like, what are you focusing your attention Without on? Without a doubt. Is it anything that allows you to grow? Right. Or is it a necessary distraction that's neither positive or negative but gives you a bit of relaxation? Or is it something that's going to really start wasting your time? Right. Those are all good. Like, I don't know, video games or yeah, whatever Like the traps are that just kind of take up people's times. Right. It, I really like this. This was a super interesting podcast for me, just because of the the perception. It went completely against even quo, right? Yeah, dude. Even I had like pretty strong feelings about like, oh, what a loser! A guy does that. Like, if anyone had ever said to me, "Yeah, I do a bit of heroin sometimes," right? Immediately, I'm like, that guy is a complete loser. <laughs> and now I'm like, wait a second, right? Maybe he's got something. <laughs> Maybe that guy is a doctor, right? I gotta, ima- I gotta imagine he is definitely. Well, I don't want to say definitely, but he's like he, he's not. Again, he's not the status quo. He he challenges everything that just because you have that basic sentiment, I do too. So he definitely challenged that whole thought process, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right, moving on. Let's go on to Yanis Papas, fifteen ninety four. That was pretty funny. Um. Huh? Yeah, hilarious dude, New Yorker, been a comedian for a long time. Did you know who Got that guy shot was? In his leg, I did not. No, I didn't either. I, 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 I may have, you know, because I watched so much stand up that I've probably seen him right. do some some skits, but I, I wasn't familiar with it. I thought I recognized his name, but it's hard to tell. But I really liked him. Yeah, I thought he was I thought funny. he was great. He was witty as hell, that's for sure. Very funny, and like you know, he he goes back. Like Joe's known him a long time. Um, Donnell, um, oh that's right, obviously really helped him out. Right. I mean, he has a good lineage for 
like there must be something about this dude you know if if he has that kind of company right and it was really coming across absolutely uh i liked it yeah <clears throat> i liked how he said rogan show is the opposite of twitter is what because i guess he the opposite of twitter oh that's a good point because he, you know, he gets on Twitter and he gets in fights and he gets worked up and he gets worn out. <laughs> he said he, pull, he said <laughs> like he pulled. Many people. He said he pulled over to the side of the road to win a Twitter battle. That was excellent. <laughs> that's that's when you know you have a problem. I'm like, oh man, somebody you don't even know that. I never really got into that. I don't even. I think I've downloaded Twitter a couple of times and I'm, I have I it just, on my phone. But I, I just want. I know that everybody checks it. I don't check that shit ever, to be honest. Yeah, I don't get into it. And then all I've ever heard is, like, bad things right. about, like, really getting in. And I don't know. I don't want to get pulled into anything like that. Absolutely. So so I'll stay away <laughs> from it. What you were talking about, that cancel culture and stuff, too, it's like I'm probably just being a free love hippie guy, but it is so – it seems like such a fucking drain on your personality and who you are as a person to write any – I don't know. I just never have written anything negative to anybody on, on any kind of platform. The only thing I want to do is bring people up. Like, why would I waste my time trying to tear somebody down? And that's just a projection <laughs> of your own insecurities is what it really comes down to, I think. Yeah, that's definitely your style, though. Yeah, you don't like to do that. I get, I get into it, but I do it more in person. You've seen me do that. Yeah, in like somebody will wind me up. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll be like, "What the fuck did you just say?" I mean, if you oh, have like, bullshit. we always come back to this. It's like I don't want to be right. I just want to be fucking in, informed. That's all. To, if, as long as I think that that's the forefront of what your conversations stem from, I don't really care about being right. I just want to be informed. I'm willing to change my, my sentiment and my attitude towards situations if you tell me a different angle that makes more sense. <clears throat> yeah, I like to I, I like that to be my sentiment, but sometimes I catch myself trying to be right. Right. And then, then that's a slippery slope. Yeah, it is. You've got to really take a step back from that right. for sure. Right. They talked a lot about the New York scene. Right. Like the New York comedy scene and how different it is from L.A. Right. And how there's like the the breaking your balls right. sentiment, right. you know? They're just like giving you shit. But they talked about the one giant security guy that was a beast, makes his own weights. Right. Uh, that that no matter how good your set was, he I guess he was like an Irish guy. He'd still break your balls, and he would just be like, "That's a term." Of, yeah, he'd just be like, "Oh, you're still <laughs> that's a, still doing that old shit." That's a term of endearment, though. If, if I mean. All my buddies, I always try and tell my buddies that, like, and even people that I know randomly, it's like, if I'm not making fun of you, then that means they probably don't like you in some weird way, right? Yeah, and and you don't often get that sentiment and energy in L.A. Right. People are, they're just different there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is, but they don't, they don't see it like that. Well, it's, it comes back like, to that progressive culture and that, like, count that cancel culture. It's like, you gotta be so hesitant on what you say all the time just because people are out there. And I don't know, I don't want to go back to, like, propaganda or whatever, but it's like, who is they? It's like, I don't, like, I'm trying to think about who is being the people that are, like, for example, calling in like, the whaler right over by us just got, like, the cops called on him because they had people standing outside drinking drinks. And they're acting like they're, open. they're like, wait, what? Like, but I don't, I'm like, who the fuck is calling these people? Like, I don't know any of those people personally, unless this is some person that's just pissed off at life. Like, 
I don't know. But the people that are trying to cancel people are just like, who are these people? I've never met them. And I, well, I just don't surround myself with them, at least that I know on the surface. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know who this cancel culture is. I don't know who it is. If it's just like young progressives that are looking. I think it comes from, I don't know. The way they always try and say it is they're trying to do something good, but they've just overstepped the boundary, I think, is ultimately the circumstance. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I don't really know him either. And any time I've come in contact with it, personally, I'm like, they seem weak. Right. They're never strong. No. I never look at him like, wow, what a, like, I admire your thought process. <laughs> right. I'm always like, why are you complaining right. like this? What do you, like, have you not really dealt with difficult things? Right. That's what it comes down to. Like, what do you, what are you spending your time on? What do you, the ultimate thing too with whatever whatever thought process you have and if this covid situation and just this past year has taught us anything your thought process is going to be made up by what you're internalizing and what you're digesting as far as news goes content goes conversations go with the people that you're having it's like that's going to influence you dramatically so it's like whatever you're reading on whatever side, if you watch CNN all day, you're going to have one thought process. If you watch Fox all day, you're going to have another thought process. It's like, it's all entertainment. It's all, it's just not, at this point, it's just like, tell us the fucking facts. Why has there not been a news? Well, no doubt <clears throat> these cancel culture people are all feeding off each other. Right. And like, get you know, it's like. They, they just keep encouraging each other to be more counseling and not, canceling yeah like, I think it's that thing that he keeps saying like you know the the tough times make hard men right and then you know all the way down to soft men and I think that this is a reflection of the soft men soft times business that's true it's like they've got nothing to fight for and they don't know how to fight so they just you know, I want want to stop everyone saying anything they don't like. I wonder how it's much. Like, hold the phone. I wonder how much of that is. I mean, he made reference to that back, uh, like in, a, uh, in previous podcasts about how there's been like Russian bots that just like get on there and like just oppose people to oppose people and set up rallies, like Muslim rally right next to a white, like nationalist rally, just to cause controversy. And it's like. We're trying to... I don't know. I don't know if it's an outside source or if it's happening mainly within the U.S. and it's U.S. citizens or if it's outside processes trying to implode us. I don't really know, but I'm sure it's a combination of all, but it's kind of a scary thing to think about at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. But it's... I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, it's like crazy. I mean, look, they talk a lot about the wrestlers, right, in Dag Dagestan. Right. I mean, they're talking about really hard men right. from a hard place and a hard time. Guarantee, like, <clears throat> cancel culture in Dagestan is, like, almost non-existent. Non-existent at all. Like, there's, you know. Right. Unless maybe it's, like, non-Muslim, you know, right. talk. That they because they're religious, maybe they don't like that. But Dude, if you're wrestling, you know, you're wrestling, they're not soft over there. If you're there. wrestling bears, like fucking Khabib, you're uh, you got a, you got bigger fish to fry than fucking. Yeah, you're not complaining that somebody made fun of a fat person. Right, right, right. You're just like, yeah, they're fat. They need to lose weight so they can wrestle more bears. <laughs> That's, that seems to be. I mean, it just seems like in a lot of other cultures, we've become so soft here in the U.S. that we find things to be upset about and stuff. Other cultures wouldn't even, like, look at what we do as, I mean, 
they're like, that's a problem, kind of, I mean, I imagine that's how they look at it, like, you guys are just a bunch of soft fucks. <clears throat> just because it's like, uh, yeah. they don't even have the thought process of a lot of the things that we're doing as far as, like, just beating each other up all over the place. I mean, metaphorically, more or less. But. Yeah. What did you think about the the talk they had where the Chinese billionaires are going messy? Ooh, I have heard. Yeah, I, I was having that conversation with my boss yesterday, and he's like, yeah, well, that guy was really wasn't a... Keep talking for a second. I've got to urinate. Right. He said that he wasn't really a public figure in the from the jump, so it's kind of an interesting thought that... I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that guy did get, like, kidnapped. Um, it's an interesting interesting place. I, can you imagine if Jeff Bezos got <laughs> friggin' taken off the map? We'd find him in a second, or we'd at least have a story based on it, I think. Um, I don't know. It's just a... Uh, that is a weird thing. What do you think about that? I, I imagine you probably have an opinion on that. Oh, shit. I pissed a little bit on myself. <laughs> um, well, I was trying to end it quick. Yeah, I mean, dude, maybe that's why they're trying to go to Mars. So they can fuck off and not get... You know, it's a slippery slope, right? I think it <clears throat> starts with, like, basically... The government needs to have unbelievable control over its people, which in America we they try and push against. Like that's what the freedom shit is, and you know the Bill of Rights and right. the First Amendment. Right. Um, and and it just goes to show that it doesn't matter how much money you have, if you're in the wrong country, and then you say the wrong thing, they can wipe you. You disappear. Right. Right. And that they we don't have that here yet. But we, I think it's, I think the the steps are small, right. you know, they, it's like a power grab always, That's and both sides are pulling back, and the people pull, and then the government pulls, and you got to be real careful because otherwise they can just, they can just take people, right? You know, that kind of re- I mean, that kind of reminds me. That I've been watching and kind of not research, but just seeing stuff on Scientology of late, like a. <clears throat> just kind of was interested in, I kind of went down a rabbit hole the past few days, just kind of being like, what is this all about? And like, that thing is a fucking animal in itself. I don't know if you've done any research on Scientology, but there, that sounds like what you're saying. It sounds like a friggin' Chinese government or something like that. It, I've, I've watched a couple of the documentaries. Right. You know, obviously they're like way biased against the religion, so take it with a grain of salt. But yeah, it looks like once you're in, you don't want to try and get yeah, out. Like, it's, like, it's going to be a real headache. Well, they'll, it's not even like a gang situation. Like, in a gang situation, I mean, I haven't been in that, but I, they beat you up and you're out. And it's like, okay. But in, in the Scientology thing, it's like, they, like, literally will harass you for the rest of your life kind of thing. Like, they were showing these, yeah. showing these interviews about how they'd have, like, PIs, like, going through their freaking trash. And they were like, you just picked up my... He's like, you literally just grabbed my trash. And this guy was telling a story about how he would, like, write little notes and put it in dog poop. And then they'd have to dig dig it out of the dog poop on purpose. Like, oh, I was just like, wow, that is a fucking... Quite the process, but... Yeah, and again, it all comes down to control, right? right. It's like... Over, it's like any even a bad relationship is usually focused on 
control. Too much control. Absolutely. So like one person trying to do it. I heard this thing. What did you What do you think of the end of their podcast when you were talking about schooling, right? Right. And uh, how in Finland, where they have really good schools and they mostly just do like four four days of school, no homework, kids are super smart, like that to me just sounds amazing it's like here they they, you have five days of school and then they give you homework and if you're in college you're gonna have a shit ton of homework and then a lot of people have had finals before so they know how intense that gets and it's like what are they really training us to do i was gonna say why are we not like work so hard we can't even think why are we not teaching people how to like how is that beneficial i don't know i don't know why we're not teaching kids how to manage money how to be I don't know. We're teaching about. It seems like we're just we're so advanced in so many ways, and we're so archaic in so many ways too. It just is amazing to me that we can be so smart yet so stupid right at the same exact time. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> not to not yeah. to comment. On, I mean, I know how I can be stupid. Well, right, yeah, absolutely. I'm often stupid. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think that control thing. I heard. But, a, I heard a quote, um, and I kind of just. Once you hear something, you can't turn it back. And I've always, uh, he's my, this guy, Wayne Dyer, that I, I listened to, he said, once you release the thought process that you want to have any control over any other person, you're like free. That's, a, I feel like that's so evident. Like, once you just like realize that you just need to worry about you and let other people do what they want to do, <laughs> as long as you're not hurting anybody, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I don't have it. I don't have any. I I think I think that, and I've definitely fallen into this trap. I think that you think that you're worrying about you by trying to either worry or control others. Oh, that's a good point. But if if you can pull away and just go, no, 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 wait. This is this is more about me. Right. Like, what can I do to improve this situation? Right. I'll just focus on that, and that takes that takes a lot. That takes a lot of space, a lot of time, a lot of reflection, maybe some mushrooms. Yeah, that's true. But what it doesn't. What you're not going to get is, like, if you're in school or having a job that makes you work 70, 80 hours a week, you're not going to be anywhere close to that. Right. Like, you just, you know, and that and that's the parallel I see. I'm like, wait a minute. The way that they educate us, it's almost like just fill them up completely with the work so they have no time to actually think about all the important shit. Right. Like, what you want to do with your life, right. how you want to treat other people, how you want to treat yourself. Stay healthy, work out, have time to eat good food. Right. You know, socialize in a in a good communal way. Right. Like none of that's happening in finals week. No. <laughs> You're just eating ramen noodles, eating. reading as much as you can, S- probably slamming Adderall. Slamming Adderalls all night. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's system yeah. set up for success at the end of the day. Clearly we've got some well, it's success for someone, but it might not be the individual doing the work. Right. Maybe their eventual boss. Right. I, I don't know. That's Let's move on to the 1595 Ira Glasser. This guy is a legend. Yeah. Let's be fair. For sure. Um, freedom of speech guy, ACLU, um, like president or whatever right. for many, many years. What, is the ACL, um, what does the ACLU stand for? Do you know? Oh, yeah, I just, damn it. I was trying to remember so I could say it on the podcast and sound smart, but I forgot. <laughs> I know it's, uh, I know it, I know what it is, but I just don't know exactly what that is. Hang on, I'm Googling it now, <laughs> but I can't take any credit for it. Yeah, fuck. The American Civil Liberties Union, oh, okay. that's it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. 
There we go. Yeah. American Civil Liberties Union. Right. So it was started to protect the Bill of Rights with like 40 guys, kind of like the beginning of the last century. Right. And I guess that was like an impossible task at the time. Like people looked at it like these guys are idiots wasting their time. And now look where the organization is. You know, whether you agree with it or not, I know people have different feelings. But I do like the idea that they protect the First Amendment. Right even if it's with individual things that they don't necessarily agree with. Like he gave the example of of um, protecting the rights of those Nazis that wanted to, right. like, march. Yep. And then there was the guy there that lived through the concentration camps, and, and obviously Ira's Jewish guy. Right. And he was like, you know, he you need to let these people speak. and And that's the thing about freedom and the... And the right to have these freedoms is like oftentimes you're going to have to hear things you don't like. Right. That's what it is. You're not going to agree with it all. And the hope is that just, you know, through education and, and good discussion, that you weed out the shit that's fucking unhealthy and bullshit. Right. What are your thoughts on Trump being banned from Twitter? I think that's where that conversation kind of stemmed from initially. Yeah. Uh,. Well, it's a tough one. I mean, Ira made the distinction between freedom of speech and then and then inciting violence, right. and the, and that's not freedom of speech. So if if and I I agree, I like the freedom of speech in the First Amendment. I like that idea. Right. I don't like inciting violence. Yeah, I don't think that's useful. Right. So yeah, if that is your focus, as long as it's clearly defined, though, that's the slippery slope. It's like how close can they go? You know, clearly. I mean, if cancel culture goes too hard, and then you're like, I think fat people are unhealthy, then one day they could define that as, you know, inciting some sort of violence. I mean, obviously it doesn't sound like it is, but who are the people making the rules? And that's the real question. It's like we we got to be real clear about what is what. It kind of does look like that's what Trump was doing. He's like storm the fucking capital. That's not a good move. Yeah, I, dude. I, I'm not one way or the other. I, I think it's interesting to put all the blame on one person, even though I'm not a Trump supporter. But it is an interesting time right now where it's like, uh, he just does things for shock value is what it comes down to, it seems like. It doesn't do anything. He just sees the... He just enjoys the attention, regardless of where it comes from or how it comes. It's like he's kind of gotten... I don't know where his head's at, man. To be in my 70s and be still having that kind of thought process, just, I don't know, man. Like, I, it's weird. I, I almost feel bad for the guy. Like, I know that's not going to be the common theme, but it's like, that guy's got to have some... There's no way he likes being hated as much as he does. I mean, there, there's no way. True. You know what I mean? Like, as a human being, yeah, you're still doing the same things we are. You're not that far away from us. You just have gotten... <sighs> I mean, I don't... Like, if he just wants to win all the time... right. And knowing he lost the election, he's, like, already became president. Pretty fucking good job. Yeah. Right? Just if you're looking at your life's resume, like, not bad. Right. So, you know, I mean, and you're a billionaire. You're going to be the richest 
president to ever leave office. Right. Why not just be like, yep, did it, did my best, right. you know, <laughs> thanks for everything, later. I mean, my boss I'm did my... just probably be on TV or fine island. I was talking to my boss yesterday, and he goes, I mean, he goes, he's done a lot of dumb things, but at the same time, like, we didn't send any kids to war the whole time he was here, and I was like, huh? I guess it's whatever narrative you want to write, because, I mean, I don't want to say that, I don't know what his politics are, I'm not into politics too much, but there are certain things that have been beneficial since he's been in obviously but at the same time i don't know this will be in it dude he crushed isis right like immediately right so i mean crushed them <laughs> just provided the funding i mean that's not bad no. globally that's a good move i, agree. I mean for sure <clears throat> but yeah did it i don't know i think did a lot of other wacky shit whenever i talked but yeah back to the question is banning him a good idea i mean probably for this and probably for a short period of time. Right. Because if, if he thought he could get away with this right. with no punishment, right. he maybe he would say worse things for sure. Inciting more craziness in the future. And there, somebody has to put a stop right. to it. Yeah. I mean he's already the top of the law. He's the law. Right. He makes them he's exactly. and he's saying that. Right. So someone had to say look man you can't do right. this I mean when else has the fucking capital been stormed by people in the history of our United States yeah but you have to be careful too I mean the point is important it's like well then let's clearly define how these private companies can choose to ban people I mean Joe's always talking about that what is what are the prerequisites for right what does it take? Because people are getting banned for a lot less. Right, right, you know? right, right. They're they're getting their sights and their and their voice taken down because it looks like, you know, oh, we don't want you to agree with right. this. Well, that's not that's not. Cool. Do you think he gets? You can't. Do does that. he get brought up on criminal charges based on what he said? Do you think they were talking about that? That there's a possibility. It, it just doesn't seem like that's the case. I don't know. If, and he'd have to be impeached here within the next. I think tomorrow is the first day that Biden gets like accepted right like the inauguration is that right <clears throat> i think that's thursday that's on the 21st because oh, okay. i just saw on something that said that today is donald trump's last full day in the office oh maybe it is i'm then. pretty sure i'm, I'm not pretty sure it's, i thought it was the 21st. I think it's tomorrow but either way he's gonna have to con- okay. he's gonna have to concede that i think that if he was on twitter right now he'd probably just be I don't, I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but I can't imagine he'd be saying anything good about the future. It's like, like you said, he just wants to win. He doesn't, does seem to, doesn't seem like he cares about actually the future of the country. I could be wrong because other people would be like, no, he really cares. And I'm like, eh. I don't know. Well, a lot of people think that the election was stolen, period. <clears throat> and they, they are adamant about it. And then w- once you have that rhetoric in place... It's like, well, Dude, that, what do you expect him to do? He had it torn away from him. What if that actually came, I mean, just for speculation purposes, what if that actually came to light, that that actually happened? That would just put a fucking, that would be a shooting a hole in the bottom of the ship, feels like. <laughs> I know, right? If all of a sudden, like, some real evidence came forward, and it's like, clearly that's what happened, and you're Holy like, oh, shit. shit, that's why he did right. this. Yeah, that's the problem with trying to make decisions about this. And this is why I try never to be too extreme on either end. And you probably have to call me out on that if I start going that direction. Because you can just never be that sure. Unless you're... You're never going to have enough information. Right. 
That's what that's what it comes down to on a, the vast majority of politics in the first place. It's like you don't see all the other so many angles that go yeah. into all the all the everything. I mean, but I have to believe. Look, they did a lot of investigations, and there were a lot of lawsuits, and they're never perfect. Right. But it didn't seem like, and I didn't follow this closely, but it didn't seem like a bunch enough. Um, real clear no. evidence came out to show that it was and and since it's since it's a, a thing that I mean it's not speculatory right it either happened or it right. didn't and there's a, literally a paper trail right. so it should be provable right so I'm I just kind of I don't know I'm inclined to believe that they got as close to the truth on it as they I could mean, Unless th- there's a conspiracy that goes beyond it, and if that's the case, then fuck Jesus. Because what the hell can we believe? Right. I mean, what can we believe in general? But yeah, I agree completely. If that were to, if that yeah. were to come to light, it would be a fucking mayhem. I don't know what would happen because then all the people, the Trump supporters, would be like, "We told you, we're taking over." I don't know. There's still a lot of people that yeah. I talk to in Arizona that are like, well, they still haven't counted all the votes, even though I mean that was maybe a couple of weeks ago but even still they were like it's not over yet and I'm like huh this is so weird but oh yeah dude my my friends in Nashville were like that for sure <laughs> they never believe right. it and Atlanta they're just like it was stolen this is bullshit it's stolen I'm like okay <laughs> I mean, if, look I'm, I'm not saying it's not I just don't right. I don't know what to say to right. them I don't want That's, to rile them up well, anytime anymore. anybody's that passionate on one side or the other about some topics that they really are only basing their information on other information that they're getting from fucking Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. That's where everybody's getting their information these days for the most part, right? I mean... Yeah, it seems like it. We're all just kind of passing around the same narrative. So I heard this, I heard that, I heard this, and it's like, huh. Anybody has a voice on the internet, you know what I mean? You can say anything you want. That's what the scary thing is. And and like you said, it's like people just say things to get a rise out of people a lot of the time nowadays. It's like... (laughs) I just go, okay, cool. I'm going to jujitsu. I'll yeah. see you guys later. Call me never. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting my head pulled off. Right. I do like the way you put it when he said speech restriction is like having a poison gas. Eventually, the wind will change and it will come back oh, on that's you. That's a good way of putting it. And in, yeah, and it really is. And it's an important thing to remember, I think, because um, anyone that I know that, like, I have a thread with some friends from high school. And they have very political, different political views. But they're good friends. And they go hard on each other. But then, you know, every month or so, they will meet up for a drink and it's all fine again. You know what right. I mean? But, but they really wind themselves up. And, and it, I don't really get too involved, but I like watching right. it. And I like read over it my sometimes. Bro- my- I'm like, okay. Or I just <laughs> my brother's- add something silly. Right. My brother's in the same exact boat. But- He's in a part of that same deal, like to a T what you just described and he's always like it all just depends on where people are at in their life like if you got kids and you're a successful guy like running a business and you don't want to be part of a certain tax bracket you're going to be supportive of the guy who's looking out for you and if you're not then you're going to have a different thought process and a different yeah or maybe you were just born into it or like that's just the area of the country that you live in and that's how your friends think and I mean there is a lot of that right to think it's really subjective choice but what I what I do notice is when they say, "Oh yeah, he should be banned for this," and then the other person gives the opposite example. Well, why shouldn't this other person be banned for doing the same thing? And they're like, "Well, but that's all different." Yeah, it really just highlights the fact that like, 
who has the gas right. at the time that's a good point who is in control of it because whoever has it is going to use it and <clears throat> it's all good it's all fine for them until it's used against them and that's the point it's like you, you really stop any speech even if it's speech you hate right. you should be worried that speech you like will be eventually stopped too yeah that's a good point that's how that's how I, I see think, it. I, I think that I th- it's a tough I think, one because I, I don't have these strong opinions. So maybe if I did, I'd I'd hate certain speech. I think that's inc- I just, incredibly accurate. But I th- I don't know now that I mean the more I'm thinking about it, Twitter's probably like well, I don't know who runs Twitter, but I'm assuming some kind of liberal person. But they allowed Trump to do that, and then it's like if he's not being reprimanded by the country, then I guess we can do our own part here and take him off and not give him a voice. I think we should, you know, it's interesting that they're looking closely at the people that raided the Capitol, and they talked about that on the podcast. Like, you know, a lot of them seem like they're people that feel like they were left behind by the government. They don't have any power. They live in their parents' basement, right. or they're just not very smart. A lot of them are unemployed. Right. And it's, they've just, you know, they they were already looking for something, like looking for something that made them feel powerful. Right in their like powerless world and i guess there were like a few people in there that were you know had like real jobs and careers but they were probably extreme thinkers anyway is it Um, safe to say all those guys are pretty much fucked for the rest of their life i don't know i I think it's pretty bad for them i mean there's no way yeah they're they're doing jail time but maybe maybe trump will pardon them he probably should i think since he told them to go i don't know i don't know what the regulations are on that but if today's his last day in actual power better do it today <laughs> well he he put in all his pardons today somebody told oh, me oh did he he put in like a hundred oh, wow yeah so i guess we'll find out what they are later i'm kind of curious That's really i wonder if he pardoned himself I'd be very interested to find that out i'm sure he, i mean well i don't want to say i'm sure but who knows <laughs> that's he just prints like a giant get out of jail free card, but it's the the same size as those checks you win when you win like a golf. <laughs> does he? I mean, we always think about like, does he not have a team of guy? Does he just go completely against what everybody's saying to him on his side too? I think that's kind of the deal because it seems like his side's kind of turned on him too. Nah, he's a bit of a loose cannon, but he's definitely talking to people and getting consensus, and he's thinking about. But stuff. there's no way that I mean, people- I think a lot of it. I just don't feel like there's a whole lot of people in his corner that are like, keep doing what you're doing. It's great behavior. It's really working out well. Yeah, they're they're probably losing patience with him at this point, I would imagine. I mean, the vice president definitely did. Because he was trying to get him to overturn the the inauguration process. And he was like, dude, no. (laughs) I can't do it. Like, what? Chill out. It's like a spoiled little kid that just wants everything his way. That's what it seems like. Mm. Well, I mean, the the sad part is, I mean, he um, is really tapping into, like, a lot of bigotries right. in the country to gain support, like, in his last ditch effort. I did find it interesting that... Uh, go ahead. No, just that, you know, they said on the podcast, like, all bigotry is bad and equal, right? Kind of. It's different flavors of the same poison, right. and I like that. That's a really clever way of looking Iris at said, it. Iris said, yeah, that is a good point. Iris said, he goes, I knew, he goes, when it come down to voting, he goes, a, a vote for Donald Trump would be a vote for white nationalism again. 
is what I think that's what he kind of he said. It's become such the narrative that Donald Trump's a racist, and I was like, did you ever hear anything about Donald Trump being a racist prior to him being president? No, that's, and 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 I think it's that's a it, it just felt harsh when he said it because I know plenty of people that voted Republican, right? And I'm like, they're not racist. Right. Now, if it's a vote for that, like, I don't know. Look, this guy's far more intelligent than I am when it comes to this subject and far more well-read. But the danger of saying something like that is you're basically trying to say half the country's racist. Yeah, And I'm like, just not going to buy right. it in, in that way. Right. Like, oh, they all are, and it's only that half. Right. I'm like, are you sure? That seems, yeah. <laughs> seems harsh. It just seems and, like a... And, Unlike statement, you know. For sure, for sure. I don't know. Um, and and going back to the to finishing up here for the week, um, you know, I did listen to the the um, Avi lower right. one, and uh, if you want to learn about uh, that one massive comet that came by right. the planet not that long ago that they thought could be an alien. Um, check it out it was very interesting the guy's super smart and interesting um but spoiler alert we don't learn anything about it i was gonna say quick prediction when do we when do we get the uh instagram feed that the first ship has landed i don't know but the supposedly that document of the cia has been released like all the information that we have on aliens well supposedly all of it has been released, so it won't be long before Joe has someone on that deciphers all that right. information, and at least we're going to find out as much as we know. Right. Man, I hope it's good. 2021, bring, some, bring on the aliens. I'm saying. Why not? Why not? If they have the technology to do Let's that tic-tac thing is about being 60,000 feet up and coming down within one foot of ocean. You remember when he talks about that little ship, right? Mm-hmm. If they, if they yeah. have the technology to do that, then they must know some shit that we don't. Maybe we could work together, God forbid, huh? Yeah, maybe they can solve our COVID issues why is it autom- and why, cheer everyone up. Do you think that's a human thought process to automatically think, like, divide and conquer as opposed to, like, why is the thought pro- Is that just a survival mechanism? Like, why is it not, even when it comes to, like, language and speech and stuff like that, why is it a no, like, humility and no, like, I just feel like it, 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 this is wishful thinking, but... What if Trump was just, like, super, super, like, humble for a little bit? You know what I mean? It would change... It could change the whole, like, temperature of the United States. I mean, that would have been the nice thing. Yeah. That would have been the way he should have ended it, I I think. it would have been a nice way to... He should have just been, like, whatever the election is, it is, and I'll do my best. I'm here for America. Keep everything cool. Yeah. How? I mean, how much... Yeah, he didn't end that well. It doesn't look good for him. How much of a better narrative would it be, like, man... I mean, it was nice that he at least ended like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just go out, just yeah, go out with something 100%. positive, rather than compl- like completely. I, like, I don't know. I wonder what his. I wonder yeah. what his wife. Just go thinks. buy a sweet island and get on right. with it. I don't know. People kind of are hating her now too. It's like they things aren't. I don't know. They're not going to open many libraries called the Trump Presidential <laughs> Library. <I'll tell> you <laughs> right. 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 Is that, and, and that's all he really wants is to put his name on buildings. Right. So that's what he should have focused right. on. Get an aircraft carrier. Right. The the Trump destroyer. That'd be <laughs> that's what one. I was gonna. Oh, that's where I was gonna go at that point. Why? Solid gold. You always think about like yeah, exactly. You always think about like different 
populations as far as like the Indians being taken over by like Columbus and whatnot. It's like, why is the thought process? It just seems, I mean, as progressive as we are, it seems like, what if we were like, hey, let's try and work together. Let's try and work together rather than like set each other apart from one another. And it just doesn't seem like anything positive can come from that. I don't understand. Because, dude, we want all the resources. We want them all for ourselves. It's like, think about your bank account. Your bank account represents what you're talking about. You're not giving your money away. Right, that's true. You know, there's people all around you. You're going to walk out today and see Venice and people all on the streets. You're not giving $1,000 to each person. That's true. Like, there, there's a reason we're like that. We're biological creatures trying to survive and, and reproduce. Right. Yeah, it probably is just a bad habit on a, on a national scale. It's like maybe maybe we get better about well, you're it. The, we can need more mushrooms. The aliens that. are hearing this. I, I'm I'm with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help. It's just a podcast for aliens at this point. <laughs> we're like, please don't destroy us. We're really right. sorry. We're we're stupid. Right. We didn't know. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for listening. As always, contact us at uh, Joe Rogan Experience Review at Gmail dot com. Um, with anything that you want to talk about it's always cool to hear from people i try and get back to everybody and then our instagram is the same uh joe rogan experience review follow us there same logo and uh you follow garrett's instagram he has a link in the description and as always thank you garrett peace and love and uh see you guys next week Later. later guys